The first second of it was the main hook of the song, and to make that the first sound anybody hears on the record, just yeah. to try and make it as immediate as possible. How did that song come about? I mean, I'm sure every song is so different the way you guys must collaborate on stuff. I don't know. It, um, about that one, it just uh, it just clicked in. I didn't have the I didn't have the lyrics uh, written initially. I remember when I started demoing it with John. All I had, I just thought. I don't have any of the lyrics. And I usually, if I don't have the finished lyrics, I usually have, like, you know, still working lyrics for songs. But that one, it was just like, I, I was just going blah, 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 la la la. Because I just wanted to hear what it would sound like. You know, like leaving my head and getting recorded. And then it, like, it clicked in. Once we thought, wow, this is, this is good. I'm going to have to write lyrics for this. Mm-hmm. Is that the hardest part? Lyric writing? I think for me it is. Be- because, uh... I'm so concerned with like the sound of the vocals and like the melody and the way they flow that the lyrics have to fit in a very specific way. Like even if I write something that I think is a great line, if it doesn't fit in the song, well, it's just a line that I wrote, you know. So I can't force it into the song because it'll sound clumsy. So yeah, that, that's the tricky part. Is there a lyric you've been working on for years that you haven't been able to figure out? What song this should fit into yet? Is there something that's been up there? No, no really. I'm not that attached. <laughs> I'm far, more, I'm far more, I'm far, far more attached to like pieces of music that I've written than I am to like lyrics. It's not like there's some story I desperately need to get out. I, I really envy people who start with lyrics. I think it must be so much easier to write songs around what, yeah, because you get the themes and stuff. Which I, which we can kind of touch on when you're given a movie thing to score. But what about you as a lyricist? Um, Where did lyrics come for you? Um, it, it's hard, actually. I, I struggle with lyrics too, but um, but when I do it, I guess I, I I do it in silence. You know, like I'll have the songs, I'll have the melody, and I won't have any lyrics. I'll have kind of just gibberish, and then and then I'll go away, and there will be no music, and I'll write the lyrics with it in my head because I cannot do it while the song is playing. Oh, that's interesting. Has mm-hmm. it always been like that in all the bands and everything? I don't know. I just noticed. Uh, I noticed it for the first time, you know, on this last record that I'm working on. Um, I don't know that I've done that, but I noticed it for the first time. I was like, actually, this is how I prefer to do it. Do your words ever show up on these records, on the new Pornos records? No. Or is everything? Or do you write no. it in Carl? Uh, Dan writes. Oh yeah, except for Dan songs, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah um, I pretty much write them all. And what about when people are singing it? Like, I assume what what he's singing are his words. But is that always the case? How do you mean? Like, does Dan ever write lyrics for you? No. Have you no. ever write lyrics for Dan? And be no. Like, no, okay. The only, the only thing I've ever done on Dan's songs was occasionally do, like, 
little arrangement things. Okay. But even then, not that much. And that all that was like years ago. I've always wondered too, like how these songs start probably with you and an acoustic or some sort of demo, maybe a drum machine, synth, whatever. How do they change? Like what song has changed the most from a demo to what we've heard on the records? I think Champions of Red Wine really changed a lot. Because... Um, it was like I thought it was a good song, but I I didn't know what like the feel of it was gonna be. Mm. Like it just seemed like me playing a song in the acoustic, and and even when we did the bed tracks, I remember thinking, oh, I'm dropping this song. Like I I remember thinking like, oh, this song is boring. It's not gonna make it. And then but then it sort of took form, became one of my favorites. And then there's weird things like. Nico sings lead on it, but her lead was actually supposed to be the harmony. There was actually a lead vocal by me that I just dropped because I thought it sounded better when, like, her vocal just became the lead vocal. So, I, and I like when that sort of stuff happens. Vocalizations all over this record, like the, like, I'm not going to do your own songs to you, but like the oohs and the ahs and like the, like the breathing in and out while vocalizing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's when. All like the group vocals, that's when you just get a bunch of people to sing and you like sift through it later. You're like, okay, what works? You know, because often you just like bring somebody in, they're just like singing. And, you know, you're not, it's not very tightly arranged. And then you go like, oh, it's great if it breaks down to one vocal and then explodes into eight vocals. That, that, come, that comes a little later, just arranging it. Right. Like the song You Tell Me Where, that was a real crazy vocal extravaganza. Mm-hmm. How come? Or tell me about it. Just had a lot of it. Just had a lot of vocals. Yeah. Uh, well, Kelly Hogan, who sings with Nico, she she guested on that song, and she did a lot of crazy stuff. And then and then it was Nico and Catherine, and then me. So it was like it was like a lot of singing on it. When you're sifting through all that, how do you know when a song is done? In a lot of ways, it's not that difficult. It's just like sitting down and like just doing it. Like, it isn't like, oh, uh, there's too much to sift. It's not like I can't make the decision. It's just like, like you're almost too lazy. You're like, let's do this. Like, I'm tired. Like, let's get this. And yeah, I, 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 feel, I feel like we're, we're, getting, we're getting better at just, like, a, like cutting things. You know, cutting things with extreme prejudice. It's like, does it work? Toss it. It's like, are we really going to use this? Toss it. You know, it's like, it's like doing spring cleaning. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, whatever. Am I ever going to listen to this record? No, toss it. <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I'm going to segue that to this, but have you ever gone back and, and then in the live show been like, oh, we shouldn't have tossed that. Let's add that part back into the song. Have you ever been wrong about tossing something, I guess? I think other people have been wrong. <laughs> um, it's funny, but like, we've just been like rehearsing and listening to our old records and realizing that like, when you like play a song live for a long time and without listening to the record that like our live versions were sort of like moving away from what the recorded one was so it was interesting to go like oh that there should be a vocal line there i don't sing that vocal line there and that there should be that keyboard part there um what songs changed the most uh that you've realized in the past few days what you mean like an old song yeah well when you when you're going through figuring out oh this doesn't sound like that anymore hmm well, they're just little parts. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. subtle. Maybe other people wouldn't notice. Yeah, that. but like after you know, like ten years of playing a song, <laughs> the other day Carl was like, "Are you? Is anybody? Is anybody doing this piano part that's in there?" 
you know, if Blaine and I are it's looking like, at each other, not? going, why "No, yeah, that? why? Why aren't you doing that?" <laughs> We're like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> we've been doing something else." <laughs> Having fun over here. <laughs> yeah. How do you choose a set list at this point when there when you have so many records to pull from? Our favorites. I guess it's a. Uh, Is it your favorites? Because that's, that's yeah. Well, you it, know it, the it, ones that seem to go over the best. It, maybe? Yeah, it can be tough, but it's also it's also easy and it, like it's self evident. Like we're not gonna, we don't want to play for three hours, so this is album six. So when we start touring this record, we're going to be doing most of this record, and then that leaves time for like two or three songs. Per other record, so if we just if we just go through the records and pick two or three songs, it's just self-evident. It's like, okay, what are we going to do off Mass Romantic? Uh, we'll do Mass Romantic and Slow Descent. Okay, what are we going to do off Electric Version? We'll do Laws of Change and Testament to the Verse, and then you know it just goes like that. Self-evident. How come though? Because that's that what well, became, just that's so, what became singles, or is that well, those are just like they're they're great songs. They're songs that people really want to hear. I mean. We could do we could do the deep cuts off those records, but then people would be annoyed that we weren't playing like. You know, a few you people can, would be really happy about those. You can kind of tell, you know, like when people are shouting out songs that they want you to play, mm. which is really nice um, that they do that. Although you can't always hear it, but but you know, like people generally the same songs kind of get yelled because they want to hear the older songs, and there will be these specific songs. And I know when we've been on tour, there have been tours where we thought, let's shake up the set list. Where, like, you get a set list together and it works, but then you go, like, let's shake it up and do some other songs, and you go, oh, that didn't work as well. And you try another set list, and you go, oh, that didn't work as well. And after, like, about two weeks of touring, you find this set where you go, that works great. You know, like, that, like, those are all songs that people want to hear. And, you know, we, you sort of, we sort of go by that. And then after a while, it gets to the point where, we're playing a very similar set because of that reason. Maybe like changing a few songs. Like when I, when I think of like, like Twin Cinema is one of those records where I feel like we have to like revolve. Maybe because I guess, as if you can call anything by us a hit, I guess Twin Cinema is sort of like a hit filled record. And then it has, it has the song Twin Cinema and it has Sing Me Spanish Tacto and Bleeding Heart Show and Use It and. And then maybe one or two others. Or Jackie Dressed in Cobra. So I, I feel like that's the one where like, We'll just rotate those songs okay. out. Have you figured out what opens the show every night? Like, what, what works best is, like, the first song people hear? Well, I think you, you mentioned it. I think That's we've what you've been opening with. Well, Bru- well, we've only played... We've only done one show playing new songs. And we oh, opened, and we opened with Brill, And we opened <laughs> with Grill Bruisers. <laughs> okay, there you go. And it seemed like, yeah, this is a great... It's a great opening song. Mm-hmm. It just seems... It just seems natural. Because it's the first song on the record. I mean, it just seems natural. Like... Mm-hmm. I think on, when we toured together, we opened up with moves a lot just because it seemed like, oh, this is, this is how the record starts. It's, yeah. a, it's like a cool way. Isn't it the way the record starts? I think it is. It seems like a good way to start mm-hmm. your set. So I think, I, think we're going, I think we're going with that. It's interesting to go back through the years and try and remember what we used to open with. The first few years, we always opened with Slow Descent. That was our big first number. What about playing other people's songs in these sets or no? It's just new porno songs. It's hard enough to get. So it's hard records. enough to get the band to learn our own song. <laughs> okay. Learn everyone else's. Okay. Like unless it's a song that the band can learn in about five minutes, like it's it's a, uh, it's just hard to. Uh, like what's the last cover we learned? We learned the song "Shocking You" by Shocking Blue, one tour. Um, I'm amazed uh, we learned that one. 
Yeah, we just have too many songs at this point. Like, uh, Don't Bring Me Down was why... I can't remember why we learned that one. We do it for a French TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I just want to hear some Immaculate Machine songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm never going to hear them again. Um, you might do there's so many. There's, so, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's, just too, there's too many songs. I mean, if we were doing... I think when we're doing Two Night Stands, which is not that often, I think we're making... I guess I want to make Cooper come up, though. Yeah, yeah, we're doing yeah. two shows there. So that's when I think we'll have to make some effort to like really like shake it up and figure out like mm-hmm. what we're gonna do. But there's, yeah, there's just too many songs at this point. A good problem to have, though. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's it's nice to be able to cherry pick. Because mm-hmm. if if I'm if I'm going if I'm going back listening to a record and thinking oh, I'm so sick of that record, it's like well, all I gotta do is find two songs from it that I like and. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to kind of. He's practical. I'm, yeah, I'm curious about this hating the records thing because I've heard you talk about it before. No, I, jo- but I, don't, I, was a, I don't want to go there. I was a, I was a joking. Yeah, I know. The F word, or I guess the movie's called What If Now. Yeah. With Daniel Radcliffe, I saw it at TIFF last year, and I found out you did the music for it. Yeah. Well, I did the score. I did the score. Yeah. I I, I always qualify that because uh, it's so there's about three or four Patrick Watson songs that are like very heavily featured. So when anybody says oh I really love the score you did it's like well I just did the incidental music <laughs> like the guy singing beautifully that was that was not me that was Patrick Watson but writing with like when they give you some, it must be different writing with like something in mind as opposed to just you know I'm, I'm in my room I'm writing a song whatever comes comes yeah it's it was nice it was it was a good thing I, it was all done concurrently with this record so it was a good thing it, it, I think it helped the writing process and that you look at a scene and you just start writing something. Like, like I didn't have anything written. I thought, i got to write something. And just out of nothing. Like, I had nothing written this morning, but today i got to write something. And you're not as precious about it. And, I mean, the fact that there's no lyrics, for the most part, <laughs> makes it easier. It's like, oh, all i got to do is come up with music? Oh, it's a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. This is no stress. And it, also because you're not precious about it, like, I would give Mike some music, and if he didn't think it worked, I'd go, okay, well, I'll trash it. Or, you know, if it doesn't work in the scene, it doesn't work in the scene. And then it just means I've got this extra... If I like it, it just means I've got this extra piece of music that I can, I can rework and make into my own song. And that's what the song Backstairs is. I thought there was one, yeah, one on the record. Yeah, ba- ba- Backstairs was just like a little abandoned piece of soundtrack music that I just like wrote into a, its own song different that's cool did it change your approach to writing at all like if did you learn anything about songwriting from writing to visuals i guess i don't know that it's not that difficult (laughs) all right um it's not it's not that not that difficult what i do (laughs) i like i i really think it i really think it isn't like i think it's just uh not like writing a novel did it get easier over time what for me yeah I think so. I mean, I still haven't figured it out, but, you know, I think it's just, you just got to put your head, put your head down and start working. That's good advice. I think you take for granted, though, that you have a really strong vision at the beginning, generally, when you start making a record. (laughs) That leaves? No, no, that he, like, I think he's taking for granted, like, his strong musical sensibility, because I don't think it's easy for everybody. That's all I'm saying. To make a record, mm-hmm. you know, versus write. I mean, definitely versus writing a novel because novels take like seven <laughs> years. 
<laughs> but some people's records take seven years, too. I just don't understand why it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. <laughs> but that wasn't my point. <laughs> I, just, I, just think, I just think people are... I think people are lazy. That's my, that's my theory. I feel like, for me, if I haven't done enough, it's because of laziness. I agree. Do you try to write a song a day? No. That would be different. I mean, I, for me, it's, it's a lot. For me, like, writing songs, it's like a, a long... So like, some people like to do that, like... It's funny, that songwriter Dan Wilson is in the middle of that right now. He's been tweeting about it. Oh, like, send me sound like Dan Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who, like, co-writes with Adele yeah. and... Uh, Never has to work again because no, because he because uh, <laughs> he, he, he writes yeah. with Dixie Chicks and yeah. Adele, uh, but he, he's a very cool guy. I met him once, and uh, yeah, he was doing that writing a song a day. And for me, it's like I just have a lot of works, like a lot of songs in the works. Like I don't go, I've written a song. Okay, that's done. Here's a second song. Here's a third song. Like I have like thirty songs in the air at once, and. So when people ask me, like, how many songs have you got written, my answer is always, like, it's either zero or 30. I don't know. But it's a... I think for me, a lot of songwriting, like, it's wrapped up in the arrangement as well. Like, I don't know if I just approach it from a very different way. Like, like there's one song, I think I finally got there, I think it's finally written, and it was just a riff that I wrote in 2009 that... I think we've tried recording it like three times and I just never I thought this is a great riff and I was just trying to find a song for it mm. and then once they had the music I was like I can't find the melody for this or like I can't find the lyric like, like it, it, it just didn't fit and then and I feel like I just found it like it took five it took five years but I just found it it's like I think I've, I've got this song what song is finished. that? well it's not we haven't oh not yet okay we have to we started recording it I think it's working class was or it's working title was Masterclass, but it's not going to have that title. In fact, you probably sang on it. It was, a, it was, like a, it was an abandoned song from this mm. record, mm. but I just like trashed it. Okay. What song you shoot the video for? We don't have much time. I want to let you go. Okay. But, but you, we came in here and you were talking about the video. Yeah. Saying how much fun it was. Yeah. Yeah. This really surreal, uh, very creative video that we were on, on shoot for yesterday. Yeah. Um, Scott Cudmore is the director. Yeah, I mean, it's what's the concept? You're gonna be very vague about it. Yeah, gonna be vague okay, about so it. Okay, so I shouldn't have asked. Gonna, gonna be vague, okay, vague about it, but it was uh, for Dance Hall Domini. Yes. Nice. Is, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Okay, five quick questions, one word answers. Okay. Road or studio? Studio. Yeah, studio. Lennon or McCartney? Both. Yeah, I can't make that choice. When you hear a song, what usually hits you first? Lyrics, melody, or rhythm? Oh, melody. Melody. If someone's never heard new pornographers before, what song do they start with? Mass Romantic. <laughs> oh yeah, real yeah. Okay, okay, real bruisers. Definitely. <laughs> you can say different answers. That's How about <laughs> the new album? Yeah, real bruisers. Let's <laughs> go with the new album. In Mass one romantic. word, the new pornographers. Brill. Bruisers. <laughs> 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 then you have to say. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, That's guys. good. Thanks. It was like we had that rehearsed. Yeah. Brill. Bruisers. <laughs> Except it wasn't quite like that. We're supposed, we're supposed to have the act. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't as clean. It, we're, 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 supposed to, we're supposed to do it like an argument. Brill. Bruisers. 